You are listening to TLRStation.com. Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati. Thank you for tuning in to Worldly Connections, where we believe life is a team sport and when we all work together, miracles happen. But how do we know who to work with, what events to attend, what books to read, who really to connect with? I'm outrageously curious about just about everything. We just don't know what we don't know. So I bring guests together to help share their wisdom, to help you learn what you don't know. And today I have a wonderful guest to share information with you. We're going to talk about who are you? Welcome, Deanne Rondeau. Thank you. Now, I could go on and on and on and talk about Deanne. I met her a couple years ago and have watched her grow her business and being part of her business and very grateful to all that she's given to me. But I do have a bio for you uh, because otherwise I would go on and on. (laughs) And we need a little structure. Deanne Rindeau underwent a near-death experience at age five and lived with illness for most of her life and teen years, which led her to a 15-year career in healthcare. She has worked in various capacities as an EMT, a dental assistant, and as a healthcare instructor in colleges throughout Alberta. Her passion has always led her to a degree in health management, sorry, to a degree in health management administration. Deanne has been active in numerous volunteer boards and committees over the years, including current president, the Heartland Community Hospice Foundation. Deanne is the founder of Your Holistic Earth, the first holistic healthcare system in Canada, which removes the barriers for the public and providers by making alternative health more affordable and acceptable. Deanne is a passionate and powerful speaker who creates loving, transformational, inspiring presentations. She also hosts the annual Awaken Whole Health Conference and Expo in Edmonton. If you would like more information, I have it and will give it to you in a bit. But right now, welcome, Deanne. Thank you. Thank you, Janet. I am so happy to be here with you today and to chat a little bit with you. It's, um, it's my pleasure. Well, I'm glad to have you, and uh, I love your questions and and the topic that you've chosen because there's lots of times we really do wonder who we are, right? Uh, We're exploring all the time. What are we meant to be here for? What are we doing? Oh my, uh, where do I go next? So, how? Tell us more about the question and how you go through that process of who are you with your clients. Yeah, you know, I I think this is a, it's a tough one for a lot of people. And I think in today's world, people are starting to get more comfortable being different or being unique or stepping what I call outside of the box. You know, I think for a really long time, uh, people lived in a very set society, a very structured society where things had to be a certain way. Um, You know, you needed to be in love with a, a person of the opposite sex. 
you also were expected, even as a woman, to um, stay at home with the children, to to take care of the family in that way. And so now we're in this this place where we have the ability to kind of push those boundaries a little bit. People uh, are being embraced for being unique, uh, for being their true authentic self. And so I think that we're in this time where people are really starting to say, okay, now that I can step outside this box, who am I? I knew who I was in the box. Now, who am I outside of the box? And so this is people getting really clear and asking themselves the questions of what they really want for themselves in their lives. And for people to be empowered and to know that they are capable of living a life that they really love, of living a life that they feel really good about, feel really proud of, and feel like they're living their truest version of it. And so it's a really cool time. It's a great opportunity for people to really start exploring. And, you know, I think part of what happens with people when they start going through that discovery and really wanting to stand in their power is there's also some fear that comes up for people. Uh, you know, that, that well, you can't do that in their mind or, you know, what are people going to think? Uh, and those sorts of things start to come up. And so I've kind of come up with a bit of a formula that I've used for myself because for me, you know, I had to stand in my own power. I was, um, you know, as you mentioned in the Bible, I had a near-death experience when I was just five years old. And when, when I was young, being raised in a Catholic home, it was a very loving home, a very encouraging home. But after my near-death, I had some abilities. Uh, I was very sensitive to energy. I had very lucid dreams, uh, you know, to the point of sleep paralysis. I spent a lot of nights sleeping on my parents' bedroom floor because my dreams were so real to me. Uh, I also was able to predict deaths and different things like that. And so, you know, I think being raised in that Catholic household, the belief system was that, you know, psychics were bad, you know, that type of... Um, energy work wasn't wasn't necessarily seen as a good thing. And so I tucked that away and I put that away and I stayed in my box. And as I got older and I started to learn more about myself and learn more about the world around me, uh, I had some really powerful people that really made a difference for me, that really, uh, you know, brought me to a place where I could really be more true to myself. And after an experience uh, when I fainted, I fainted after a knee surgery in my mid-20s, and I was surrounded by angels. And that's a story that I've just started to share in the last year or so, because I was afraid of what people would think. I was afraid of the, the speculation, the judgment, um, oh, Deanne's losing her mind. But, you know, once I started to share that story, more and more people started to say, oh my gosh, I've seen the angels or I've had an experience with angels. And more and more people have said, I've had a near-death experience and these are the changes that I experienced after. And so it was so empowering for me to really go against that fear, to push against that boundary and really stand in it and say, it's okay for me to not be quote-unquote normal um, as what society um, perceives it to be. And so 
that was the beginning for me in really looking at, okay, I feel happy now that I'm sharing this story, even though there's still some fear there. Um, but what are the tools that I use? What are the techniques? What are the formulas that I use to help me to really start to get in in that space and really live truthfully every day in that true authentic space where I really feel like I'm being myself. Wow. It's really interesting when we get to that point of accepting um, what we see, what we believe, and uh, share it. We find out that we're really not alone, that there's so many out there that's almost like they're waiting for us to say it so that they can come into our lives and be part of it because it does bring in a whole different surrounding of people into our lives. And, and I know being open, look at how you and I showed up uh, together and how many others we've been introduced to in that process. And uh, yeah, it's kind of cool how that all comes into play and definitely the angels are around us. So uh uh, can you share a little more about your formula for living the life you dream or, or want and love? Absolutely. So um, I use my formula is the three M's. Um, the first one is about mindset. Okay, so changing our mindset, changing how we think about things around us. The second one is mindfulness. So really getting present, really getting balanced, taking the time to breathe, uh, which many of us don't do. And then the last one is about our mission or our purpose. What is our purpose in life? And so mindset, mindfulness, and mission are my three M's. And I'm going to go into a little bit of detail just to help people to really grasp what I'm talking about. So the first one being being mindset, you know, I mean, as you know, Janet, we, you know, we try and think positive as much as we can. And, you know, I think that people get really stuck in the, the drama of negativity and they get wrapped into that whole idea of, of the negative mindset. And, you know, I tell people when you're looking at things from the negative perspective all the time, you actually create more negativity in your life. You know, it's like when we order a pizza, what do we get? Well, we get a pizza, hopefully. And, and so when we have thoughts that are negative, then we actually breed more negativity. So if I'm saying, I can't do that, I'm not capable, or I suck at that, guess what you get more back? You get more of that, oh, I do suck at that. And you get things that will verify that belief, that, that limiting belief, that false belief that you have. And so that's why the mindset is so critical in order to really have that positive uh, momentum moving forward. And I know that some days are hard, you know, sometimes we do get off on the wrong side of the bed and, um, you know, this goes wrong and that goes wrong. Well, if we allow it to get to us, things are going to keep going wrong, aren't they? Right? If Well, if- it's interesting, interesting that you say that about the momentum. Uh, I'm just going to interrupt you here because this mm-hmm. is kind of cool. 
you know how when we're thinking negative and we think we can't change that, there was on uh, YouTube or, or Facebook, somebody posted this little girl standing on a seat in a car and she's just a wailing and crying and screaming. And then her favorite song comes on the radio and a big smile comes on her face and she starts dancing. It really is that simple yeah. to change it, isn't it? it? You know what? It really is. It's a choice. If we can be aware of our thoughts, that's the first step, being aware of that awareness. So, oh my gosh, I'm thinking negatively or I'm thinking with anger or I'm thinking with fear or I'm thinking with whatever that that thought, negative thought energy is. If we can become aware of that, then we have the ability to choose to change it. And it is a choice. I mean, we can choose. I mean, our immediate emotional response to certain things, sometimes it's a reaction. We don't have time to actually digest. And so sometimes we do respond with anger or whatever. But as we move forward in life, we need to kind of start to hone in on that. Okay, I'm still carrying this anger about this situation. It's just breeding more anger. And then I'm getting angry that I'm angry. Uh we got to stop that cycle, right? And so that awareness and then making making the conscious decision to change that cycle, right? And, you know, it's it's very interesting because, you know, we we tend to carry stuff that we don't need to carry. And that this does have a lot to do with mindset too. So if you can imagine me holding a glass, Janet, you know, how much does my glass weigh? You know, a few right. ounces, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yep. I'm holding it for 10 seconds. It's not very heavy. A few ounces isn't very heavy. But what if I hold this glass for five minutes? What if I, mm-hmm. hold, this, what if I hold this glass for 10? What if I hold this glass an entire day? That glass starts to get pretty darn heavy. And so I encourage people to look at carrying negative emotion, negative energy, just like I'm talking about this glass. The longer that we carry anger and hurt and resentment and all those negative type of emotions or limiting self-beliefs, the heavier they become. And the more we start to believe that they are part of our life when really they're not. And so let put the glass down, you know, let, let walk away from that stuff. And I know it's easier said than done. I, I get that. I've had to work through a lot of things myself, but if you put it in that perspective of like, yeah, why am I carrying this? Why am I giving a situation or a person power over me and letting them, allowing them to, to let me feel hurt or anger or resentment or, or whatever those feelings might be? And so that wow. is a critical piece to mindset. Critical piece. Yes. It is not serving and, uh, you. And on that note, we're going to take a short break because we've got more to share and we want to get through as much as we can today, Deanne. Uh, I love the 3Ms. And uh, when we return, we'll talk tomorrow with Deanne about the 3Ms and why it's important for people to go after what they are called to do. Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. 
For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca. Welcome back to the second half of Worldly Connections on the TLR station. Before the break, we were talking uh, about the three M's with Deanne Rindeau, and uh, there's two more to go over. We just talked about mindfulness. Deanne, can you continue on? This is so interesting. Yes, you know, we just covered mindset, and now we're going to move into mindfulness and mission. Um, And so, you know, mindfulness has more to do now with balance, you know, before the break, you know, we talked about mindset and really having more control over how we think and our our belief system and how we actually have the choices in in how we see the world and how we we promote more positive um, action and environment around us. Now, with mindfulness, it comes down to really getting centered. It comes down to getting grounded. It comes down to finding that balance and being able to really, really, truly appreciate the here and now. We live in a world where we get pulled in all different directions. We get, you know, we get wrapped into this whole idea of what's happening next. And we also get stuck in the past about what happened to us. And I really want to encourage people that what happened in the past and what's going to happen in the future doesn't matter. And I know that's a hard thing for people to wrap their head around. Um, I struggle with it too many times. I'm not perfectly present all the time. Um, But what I do encourage people to do is really just take a few moments each day. If that's all you've got, at least take a few moments each day to stop and really breathe, be thankful, and be really present in their in their current space. And by that, I mean, you know, we're such shallow breathers as it is. And I encourage people to take those really, really long, deep breaths. And, you know, something I learned through, through, uh, you know, through different coaches and meditation practices, it's not just that you need to focus on the breath with meditation. And, you know, people get wrapped up in meditation thinking, oh, it's a 10, 20 minute process. I don't have time to do that. Meditation could be as simple as three to six breaths. Okay, it only needs to be a minute if that's all you've got. But more oxygen in our brains helps us to think more clearly. It helps us to work more efficiently and really focus. So the advantages to making sure that you take those breaths are really critical. And so even if you're sitting at your office desk or you are driving your car somewhere, take three to six really deep breaths. And here's the kicker for me. This is what really change things for me in meditation is it's not just about being aware of breathing like oh yeah I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out I'm breathing in and breathing out it's actually being aware of the sensation of the breath so being aware of the sensation of the breath so really feeling it as that oxygen goes into your nostrils or into your mouth and really feeling it as it goes into your lungs and it gets absorbed into your body and, and so the profound difference for me is that I get so focused now on my breath, even if it's just a handful of breaths. What's really awesome is that I now really feel truly grounded. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's a total switch for me. Usually in the past when I meditated, 
I would be still thinking about the 10 million things I had to do. Now that I'm focusing on the the sensation of the breath, I get really into it. And I tell you, I can get so much more work done if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I stop to do that. I just, I'm just like an energizer bunny after. I just can go to work, focus, get what I need to get done and feel really good about it after. So that's the breath part of mindfulness. Now, the other thing that um, that I talked about is really getting um, in a place of gratitude. And, you know, I've gotten into the habit now every day, every night before I go to bed and every morning, um, I say thank you. And now, some people might say, well, you should write down what you're thankful for and be really specific. I just feel compelled for me in my life right now to just say thank you several times. And that's what I do. I lay in bed and I say thank you and I I reflect on my day a little bit. And um, the difference that that's made for me, it's like I fall asleep so much quicker now. I, I'm not feeling overwhelmed and worked up by all the things that I have to do in the day. Instead, I've come from a place of gratitude and I'm very present in that. Now, the, the last piece of it is actually just feeling the sensation of your body as it sits there or stands there or whatever. You know, so often we're so wrapped up in everything else that's going on around us. And, you know, just really feeling how a chair maybe supports you. Um, Feeling the sensation in your fingers. Maybe they feel a bit cold. Maybe they feel sweaty. You know, so just getting really present in your body and acknowledging those parts of your body and what you're feeling in your body. And again, that only takes a minute or so. So these aren't things that take a lot of time, but they create that mindfulness practice on a day-to-day. And so when we start to do that, we start to have a lot more joy in our lives and we start to feel much more grateful for the lives that we do have. So what's in that's it? the second M. What's your what's interesting when you say take a deep breath and that is when you start practicing that or if you're following somebody that talks about the breathing, all somebody has to do is say take a deep breath and it's almost like I'm doing it before they get it all out. So it does mm-hmm. become a habit more than just even a practice, yep. but it's almost like right away. So, hey, we've got to... Uh, get going here girl it's uh gotta wrap up okay got so M. much no we, we've got we've got a few minutes yet but uh i want to hear it all i won't interrupt so you again the, <laughs> no no it's great i i love that i love i love the feedback and so the last one is mission so what is our purpose and so many people are kind of you know they come to me um looking for some spiritual mentorship and they're just feeling so lost. They, they just feel discontent. They feel unhappy. They feel depressed. All of those feelings. And, you know, the number one reason that comes up is because they're not doing what they love. They're not following, they're not following their heart. And, you know, you might say, well, how do I listen to my heart? How does that even start? And it does start with figuring out what you're passionate about. And I know some people say, well, I don't know what I'm passionate about. And I, and I say, start a list of things that you think you would love to do and try them. You know, we do have to sometimes try a bunch of different hats on to really know where we belong. Now, some people, it comes easy. Some people know what their purpose is. They've had an experience in their life that was profound for them, and they know that they're supposed to share a message. I was very fortunate in my life where certain things led me to exactly where I'm supposed to be now. I know exactly where where I'm supposed to be, and I know that I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing, and so I feel happy about that. 
And it's not so easy for everybody. So I encourage people to start with designing what they want, they think they want their life to look like. And so I do encourage to write it down because writing does carry a lot of wonderful energy and can help to manifest things. It's just like a dream board or a vision board, Janet. Like I know that you, um, you, you do workshops on that. And so it's a very similar idea in that you're going to map out your life. You're going to, you're going to um, either draw pictures or write it out what you want your life to look like. Maybe you want to work just a part-time job. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to speak in front of people. So write all of those things down, what you want for yourself. And then from there, you can then select, okay, well, if I want to get there, what do I need to do to get there? Right? And so now it's creating the action item. So I know that if I want to write a book, that I need to either schedule a week away by myself or I need to set aside a certain amount of time every day. And so now I'm writing that down. So now it's like it's like a business plan, but it's a life plan. And so it's starting to get clear on what it is you really want. And as you start to write out the plan of what you think you might want – Things are going to start to come to you and you'll be able to put the pieces together. You'll be able to uncover things that maybe had been hidden, you know, maybe your passion for painting or whatever. Um, And so things that you had forgotten about um, are going to start to rise to the surface and you will figure it out. Having this mission, having this purpose and a heart-centered purpose is so critical for people's happiness, you know. so these are this is the relationship with yourself. And, you know, there's been studies done that show that relationships are one of the top um, reasons for the level of people's happiness. And I think our relationship with ourself is number one. And that's what this is all about. That's what this talk has been about, is really people starting to connect with their true selves, building that relationship with their heart and and growing it from there. And so, you know, those are the tools that I use. I wish I had more time. Um, I could probably talk all day about these these simple um, but very, very important and critical pieces. Um, but I hope that I've given everybody enough that they can at least take a little bit and start applying those to their lives. Well, I know I've taken lots of notes. and uh, But Deanne, so that uh, people can get more, um, learn more about you, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have you again as a guest. And, and you are going to be one of my uh, uh, guest hosts while I'm away, which is uh, I'm very grateful for. But can you tell people how they can get a hold of you if they want to learn more, more about you, your website, the conference? Yes, absolutely. Um, Yourholisticearth.ca is where people want to go to get more information. We do have something called the Awaken Whole Health Conference and Expo that we put on in Edmonton every year. Uh, We have a a full two-day conference as well as a full expo with about 70 vendors of all sorts of health-related from the Uh, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical aspects, Um, tons of different speakers, tons of free stuff. You know, we really encourage you to come and check it out. It's October 1st and 2nd of 2016, and it's held in Edmonton at the Prince of Wales Armory, a beautiful setting. And again, you can go to the website, yourholisticearth.ca for more information and, um, and certainly to reach out to me as well. Love to hear from you. You also have your own radio show, so uh, let them know where they can listen to you more. 
Yeah, absolutely. So Tenacious Living, um, we did we did do a full radio show with Tenacious Living, and uh, and so they can find that on demand at Tenacious Living. Well, thank you, Deanne. Uh, you've just been a blessing today and uh, really helped me a lot too because I'm struggling with something right now and a challenge of where to go with an event. And uh, yeah, you've given me some great stuff to think on. So, Hooray, that you. makes me happy. <laughs> Wonderful. So glad to hear it, Janet. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Deanne. And thank you for tuning in to Worldly Connections here on TLRstation.com. Powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about living outside the box. Have a great day, everyone, and tune in next week and prepare to be inspired. Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections? Ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T dot com. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Tune in next week, same day and time.